This is Wayla Shambo for WHRO-FM. Starting this week, we're happy to bring you a virtual chamber music concert series featuring exclusive performances from local musicians. A new concert video will be premiered each Monday at 5 p.m. on the WHRO Public Media Facebook page, and the audio recordings will also be broadcast on A Local Touch Wednesday evenings at 9 on WHRO-FM. These performances were recorded in November 2020 at the Susan S. Good Fine and Performing Arts Center at Virginia Wesleyan University. Our first concert in the series will feature the new Commonwealth Quartet, and I spoke with members of the group about the rehearsal and recording process and what making music means to them, now more than ever. My name is Elizabeth Richards, and I'm the cellist with the New Commonwealth Quartet. Uh, my name is Elizabeth Vonderheide, and I am a violinist with New Commonwealth Quartet. And my name is Jonathan Richards, and I'm the other violinist. I think we're super lucky as a foursome that everyone has that same desire to play, you know, just for the benefit of our own musicianship. And so we sometimes don't notice that a couple hours have gone by, or you know, we're we're not worried if we're spending our day off rehearsing because it's it's fun. <laughs> I was wondering about just your process of working together as a quartet, what that's been like during the pandemic, and whether anything has changed in terms of, of how you feel about making music and what it means to you. Well, I think about how it feels to make music. It feels, it's kind of highlighted the, the focus back on how special and important it is, because all of a sudden it was cut out of our lives for so long. And so it's really kind of emphasized how much I miss it when it's gone. Yeah, I've seen a lot of my friends and colleagues across the country um, going through career changes, whether they're temporary or permanent, just because of how difficult the landscape is for artists right now. And I certainly understand that, but I've, for me, I've had the opposite reaction to all of this, which is that if there was ever any doubt that I wanted to be a violinist and a violinist only, it's gone now because I, I know I don't want to do something else. I don't want to go to law school. I don't want to, you know, work at Kroger. So that's been interesting for me. It's going to be a hard road, I think, for all of us climbing back to full-time musical work. But I'm, I feel like I know that that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I think I'm, you know, similarly to Liz, I'm uh, feeling like this is where I need to be and I don't really want to pursue much else. But um I'm just sort of hunkering down and <laughs> waiting it out and, and certainly missing playing. I, you know, I, I substitute with the symphony, so I'm not an, a full-time orchestral player, but I have like pretty regular dreams of being in the middle of the orchestra and they start to tune and I cry. And um, yeah. we did get the orchestra together once and when they tuned, I cried. But I've been so thankful to the new Commonwealth Quartet and to you all for having arranged this opportunity for us um, you know, preparing for the recording. And we did a, another small recording video project earlier where the, the quartet was like our little pod and we were getting together and rehearsing and doing what we needed to do to stay safe. And so, you know, that, that just kind of shows how <laughs> I think connected we all are and um, eager to get back and, and find even like one small way to still be making music together.
you talked a little bit about preparing for the recording session that we did, and I, I wondered if you wanted to share anything about any more about what the preparation was like for you or what the recording session itself was like. I know it's a little bit of a, a different kind of thing than what we usually do as performers. So if, is there anything that you think would be interesting for the audience to know? I think that there's a difference between rehearsing and performing, obviously, but there's also a difference between performing and recording. There's something absolutely terrifying about recording even if you think of it and we all tried to approach it like hey this is just a concert it's not going to be perfect and that's okay but as soon as that little button gets pressed you it's just this this unforgiving sort of atmosphere that you have in your brain you know that everything that you do is going to be there permanently and it's an it's an ongoing mental struggle to try to shut out that mental noise i guess took the words out of my mouth yeah. <laughs> i think also um leading up to the the recording because um, we sort of had the two things going on that we were working towards in the same week but maybe the added kind of complication was that we had all sorts of potential exposures to exposures and had to keep canceling rehearsals and we did um, that's true that final push was just within the last few days to get it ready and um, we came together in an awesome way and the, I think the product we're really proud of it but there were periods where we're like, okay, we're not going to see each other for two weeks. And um, very everybody scary. practice. <laughs> Do you think that the things we've experienced during the pandemic will change musical performance going forward? I think in the sh- in the shorter to medium term, I think it'll be a very slow build back to what it was. But um, I-, I think that you know, eventually things will go back to how we remember them. But I think face masks will be in place for a long time. I think distancing will be in place for a long time. And so we'll still have to adjust, but I think things will go back eventually. I hope that people will have a greater appreciation for the difference between something that's streamed and something that's in front of your face. And I think maybe, I hope that streaming is something that continues. I think especially orchestras are all gonna have to adapt to include that as part of their regular season. But I think this has showed us, I mean, I can sit here and watch the Berlin Philharmonic, one of the greatest orchestras in the world on my computer and it's thrilling, but it is not even close to being the same as sitting in the seat in front of them. And I, I hope that this year of being stuck staring at a screen has reminded us of that. Yeah, I think I would echo what Liz is saying. I just hope that when you know things return to their normal flow or more normal flow that that everyone comes back to appreciating it if they were appreciating the live arts and that we can even attract a new audience yeah i think i have a little fear about kind of how it's going to regrow and i just hope that people embrace it quickly so we can get back to doing what what we want to do and that leadership in the arts continues to make decisions that support the musicians for myself, I've, I've talked to many people, and I think we all have, who have all said that they really miss live music. Mm-hmm. And they didn't realize how much they would. So I think what, what you're saying, Liz and Lib, is, is true, that I think the appreciation has gotten perhaps more focused. You know, you never know what you have until it's gone, right? Right. Thanks so much for being part of this project and for talking with me today. Is there anything else you'd like to add? 
Just want to thank WHRO for the opportunity, not only that you gave us, but that you offered to other local musicians um, in a time where performing and rehearsing is, we just need it so desperately. So we are very appreciative. Yes, thank you so, so much. Yeah, absolutely. Members of the new Commonwealth Quartet. We heard from violinists Elizabeth Vonderheide and Jonathan Richards and cellist Elizabeth Richards. The quartet's video performance of music by Beethoven and Edvard Grieg will premiere Monday at 5 p.m. on the WHRO Public Media Facebook page. You can find the link to watch and the schedule of upcoming performances at whro.org slash virtualconcerts. This series is partially supported by funding from the Virginia Commission for the Arts and the National Endowment for the Arts. For WHRO-FM, I'm Wayla Shambo.